you know, everybody uses weird as kind of a, a negative word. And I've just always thought that like, that's the interesting part of life is the weirdness. Uh, that's what sets you apart from other people. Let's think of something different that people don't usually write music about. Everyone needs some hope to survive. There's always hope and there's always a future and there's always solutions and there's always ways to move forward. You're listening to the What's Your Inspiration podcast with Fox Buyer. Hello and welcome to episode 29 of the What's Your Inspiration podcast. Today, again, a great friend on. We met in June of 2016 at the Public Speakers Association Conference. She is Marcia Chambers, a speaker and sexual wellness consultant that helps women who are lonely in their relationships go from sexless to steamy. Marcia, how are you today? I am fabulous, thank you, Fox. And how are you? I always say, if I were any better, I couldn't stand it. But I, I feel great right now. <laughs> no pun intended. No pun intended. <laughs> I feel great right now. And I know just from talking to you, we are going to raise the bar. Yes, let's do this. <laughs> let's, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. You, you host the Speaker MC Show. It's all about relationships. And back in October, you had Khadijah Ali and Marcus Carter on, and the topic was ways to cure an anemic relationship. Mm -hmm. It's the beginning of the year. We're all looking to make a change in our lives. What are some ways that people can start curing an anemic relationship? Well, thank you for inviting me on the be inspired show. <laughs> of course. As, yes, yes. Very nice question. So let's first define what the anemic relationship is. People are so geared into, oh, let me see what's next. Oh, my Facebook page, my, my Instagram. You know, they're so into social media and they're so into texting that no one seems to connect anymore human contact, the, the, the act of touch or a hug or just a touch on the shoulder or a caress on the cheek, all that seems to go out the window. And then before you know it, it's two, three years later and they're total strangers. So their focus is no longer on them face to face. Their focus being side to side, it's like, oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to do that. So it becomes an anemic relationship because the focus is not on them anymore. They're focusing on other things and then the relationship starts to wither away. How do they reconnect? Well, connection is intimacy. And as a sexual wellness consultant, I always, always advocate Tantra. And Tantra doesn't necessarily mean sex. 1% of Tantra is sex. Tantra means connection. Tantra means Start these conversations. Hi, babe, how you doing? Look in the eyes. You know, start to give them a kiss or something. Or know what their love languages are. Tap back into their love languages. Um, there's a book written by Dr. Gary. I can't remember his last name. But five la love languages, right? Quality time, words of affirmation, 
uh, acts of service, gifting, and touch. Know your partner's love language and start tapping back into that, focusing back on them because at the end of the day, it's a gift that keeps on giving. So that's one technique that they could use to rekindle the relationship, so to speak. Um, another could be just a walk, a walk outside. They eat dinner and maybe they eat separate dinners. Maybe she's at the computer and he's watching TV, but just say, hey, hon, let's, let's go for a walk. And it doesn't have to be a walk like, oh, I got to talk to you. It could be just a walk to get outside, get with nature, hold each other's hands, rekindle that, that connection, that intimacy. Maybe something will happen and they'll say, well, how was your day today? People don't do that too often anymore. Or make a date night. Make a special day that you focus just on you two. Not the kids, not the parents, not the friends, not the TV show, not basketball wives, not NFL, nothing. Focus on the two of you. Go somewhere. And it doesn't have to be anywhere expensive. It could be, I don't know, maybe she likes shakes and go to IHOP and order some shakes. You know, something to rekindle why you even got with this person in the first place. So those are some things that people can do just like that. That's excellent advice. And just to uh, note something you were saying early on, how, it, how the relationship just goes, it's just anemic. Even in my own consciousness, Marcia, I had this dream. Mm -hmm. I'm taking a walk with a beautiful girl and it's a dream now. And I reach over to, to grab her hand and she says, Fox, you're being very romantic. And I said, well, if I'm being honest with you, I'm just being practical. And she goes, what do you mean? And I go, well, as you can see, I, I have spastic CP and a little hitch in my get along. And if I fall, I want you to go with me. That actually happened in a dream. I mean, that's just part of my consciousness. Wow. It, 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 was, it, was not very, it wasn't very steamy. And I, I need, to, um, need to consult with you more. Those, those small little things, they, they do make a big difference. They do. When you, they make, do. It, when you make it about your significant other, and, and yeah, we don't hold hands anymore. We just, we, we just don't see it as, as much anymore. So. Great advice in the beginning of episode 29 of What's Your Inspiration with Marcia Chambers. Yay! <laughs> so, you know, you're, you're a speaker, you're a consultant, and you do a ton of traveling. Within the past year, yes, we've, we've talked about this. Within the, within the past year, you've spent, um, you spent time in Thailand. And I saw in, in some of the updates you gave everybody on social media that you um, you just wanted you were traveling and you just wanted to get your nails done. Yes. <laughs> so, Marcia, explain this situation. What happened? Well, ladies, all the ladies can can relate to this. You got to get your nails done. My nails had looked so busted, and I was shopping around just in the area. Where can I go and have a manicure done? I didn't want to get it done at the hotel because the hotel prices were just like jacked up. When I go to a country, I want to experience the country. I'm all about the feeling. You know, my Myers-Briggs letters are ENF, ENFJA. 
So I'm into the feeling and the intuition of everything, right? So I asked the concierge at the hotel, I said, hey, where can I get my nails done? Because I was admiring her nails and I'm like, where did you go? And she said, oh, across the street. I said, really? She's like, yeah. And she told me the price. And I said, okay, I can do that. I said, wow, it's really cheap over here, you know, because all I'm getting is a manicure. But the manicure is called a gel manicure. In New York, they charge about $25 for a gel manicure. Over there, I was paying 12 Hello. What? Yes. <laughs> so I said, I'm going to venture over. She said, well, it's in the train station. <clears throat> now, their trains are like those Japanese trains where you see them one second and next second they're, boom, they're gone. You know, I forgot what the name of the rail was. But anyway, I, I go up to the train station and I have to pay a fare to go into the train station because the salon is inside the train station. So it's like you have to go through the turnstile. That was a production in and of itself because everything is written in Thai and I don't speak Thai, okay? <laughs> so I went to the gentleman who is the, what do you call them, the, the attendant. And I said, well, I have to get in. He said, you have to buy your card. I said, okay but you have to buy your card with a token. I'm like, okay, I don't know what the hell that means. He said, here, he said, give me X amount. And I gave him X amount. He gave me a little thing that looks like a token. So I'm thinking, okay, now I can process this into the machine and go inside the slot. No, I had to go to another machine to get a plastic card that looks like a Metro card and stick that in the machine. So it was like a one, two, three step process. Anyway, lo and behold, I get inside and I'm like, yes, gonna get my nails done. As I walked in the door, the lady said, hello, how are you? I said, I'm here to get a manicure. She said, oh, come back tomorrow. No more manicure today. This was like, I think it was 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what do you mean no more manicures? Uh, she booked up. She's booked up. No more manicure today. I was so devastated. Sure. <laughs> so after all that? After all that. <laughs> so I ended up not getting my nails done. But what I did draw from that experience was their process to get to the subway and how fast the trains were. So, you know, hey, the pros and the cons, right? I, was, I wasn't supposed to get my nails done. I was supposed to experience that. <laughs> sure, I mean, I watched all of that and I thought for sure in my mind that you, you finally got your nails done, but mm -mm. you did not. I did not. Because the next day I was going on a tour and it was an all day tour and I wouldn't be back in time to say, well, okay, I can get my nails done today. And then the following day, I said, no, I'm going to rest. And then the day after that, I'm going to be on the plane. Because it takes like a whole day of traveling to sure. get to Thailand. Sure. And when you travel, like we are talking about before, it's, it's no puddle jumpers from MRC. You, you, you get after it. Yes. I go pew. <laughs> and fast. And fast. And you, you put yourself to the test. You, you are a great storyteller. Thank, thank you for that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, Marcia, it is time for our game, What, Which, and Where. 
Yes. So we're going to reflect on some of your, your favorites, your likes, be it music, uh, be it movies, uh, be it books. And I want you to tell us from where it came from. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> you better believe you are. So here's the quote. Here's the quote. A great accomplishment shouldn't be the end of the road. Just the starting point for the next leap forward. What book is that from? What book is that from? Sounds like, um, hmm. Is it Harvey McKay? You are absolutely correct. <laughs> one for one. One for one, yes. Talk a little bit about Harvey McKay, if you would, and how, why you like his writing so much. Oh, I love Harvey McKay because Harvey McKay is like one of those. Look at that. I know, right? right? He's like a heart-centered kind of networking guy. And he talks in this book, Dig Your Well Before You're Thirsty. I love it because he says, you got to prepare. You have to prepare. And whatever it is, enjoy the process, enjoy the journey. But I love that about him. He says, don't wait until you need something. Then you're going to round up a whole bunch of people. Start developing relationships. Go places, meet people. And that's something that I have been doing and didn't even realize that I was digging my well before I was thirsty. I go to all kinds of events. And it's not just events about that are sexually oriented or sexual wellness oriented or just a wellness orientation. I go to all kinds of business events, uh, computer events, just because you meet such an eclectic fold of people. And as far as I know, everybody's having sex in some way, shape or form. So it's not as if that I have to go to a concentrated pool and, and you know, just network there. But I meet all kinds of people and you never know. You might need someone to develop a website. Oh, I know so-and-so. Or someone might mention to you in conversation, you know, I was looking for a bartender. Oh, well, I met so-and-so. And that's what I like to do, connect people. So yeah, I love Harvey McKay for that. Developing the relationships and just, you know, nurturing them. Dig your well before you are thirsty. Harvey McKay. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Outstanding. Next quote. You are one for one. This is yeah. the second and final question. What, which, and where? Quote, you do so many things with that smiling face. No. No. I say that? I don't know. You don't know. I say that? I don't know. No, oh, do you say that? You, you, you probably do. It's, it's, just, it's, it's just part of your consciousness, but it's, it's, it's music. And it, it's, it's someone who I think is very near and dear to your heart. It's not Rihanna. It's um, Curtis. You better believe it. Why, why don't we play Curtis Mayfield here on the podcast? <laughs> Marcia, are you ready? Yes. Hey, Google, play Curtis Mayfield. Woo, woo. Hey, Google, level 10. Hey, 
Get it. Cut it up. All day. All day. Hey, Google. Stop. That is awesome. dig into, into that one because it's something that you know I love you lead and you enter with your smiling face that is so true a smile just says so much to someone else and so much about you you know you never know what people are going through and just a smile is something that they can just easily react to it's non-confrontational you don't have to touch and hug and all that even though I love to hug people because you know the element of touch is something that a lot of people suffer a deficiency of they don't get touched yeah. enough and when you don't get touched enough oh my gosh you know it, it does something to your whole dna your whole dna when you're starving for that affection because our largest organ is our skin and if you can't just and it doesn't have to be anything erotic just a simple touch yes. you know a handshake uh, a hello if you're with your loved one sometimes just a caress on the cheek it, it says so much and a smile just walking down the street and smiling at a total stranger not anything flirtatious just a smile like hi and that's it oh my goodness you don't know how it could make someone's day Right. And if, if, you know, you know, I'm fortunate enough to know you, Marcia, and you do everything with sincerity. If, if you're going to, to smile at somebody and say, I hope you have a good day, you, you mean it. You mean right. it. And that's, that's probably the most attractive part of you. Is your, thank you. Your, 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 well, thank you. Your, I receive that, Fox. Yes, yes, you do. And <laughs> <laughs> to, go, to go back what you said about smiling early on one of one of my favorite baseball players growing up Kirby Puckett he, he he said something all the time that his mother would tell him it does not cost a cent to smile yes does yes not cost a cent. absolutely excellent Puckett, huh? what's that Puckett huh Yes, Kirby Puckett, P-U-C-K-E-T-T. -T. God rest his soul. He, he passed away a handful of years ago, but his 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 soul and his just will, will not leave this earth for, for that reason because he was always smiling, always, mm. always smiling. And he did not have an easy life. He really didn't. He really didn't. Uh, wow. Uh, great advice on the podcast. We're we're cutting a rug. We're listening to Curtis Mayfield. We're we're, we're getting. <laughs> background of Harvey McKay it's everything you were two for two in what yes <laughs> congratulations batting a thousand thank you thank and, you well, thank you and to wrap up here Marcia we know all heroes don't wear a cape you uh -huh. mentioned to me that your third grade teacher Mrs. Beckno had a great impact on you yes. so talk a little bit about your relationship with her and what she would like to say to her today. Wow. Wow. If I could see Mrs. Becknell right now, I mean, when I, that, that's when I was, how old was I in the third grade? I no. was in Jamaica. No, no. In Jamaica, we started a little bit earlier. How about that? Yeah. So, was I six? 
I don't remember. But anyway, Mrs. Beckno was already in her 60s at that time. So this is going, she's probably passed away by now. But if I were to see her, I would hug that woman so tightly. I was raised and, you know, everybody has their own history and their own ancestral DNA. And I grew up in a household where my father was very nurturing of me. He believed in the experiential side of things. My mother, on the other hand, she was more into the disciplinarian, you know, and I don't know why they took on those dynamics, but to a certain extent, I was, I was never enough for her. I'm always striving to, you know, make her proud of me. My father was easy, but for my mother, eh, you have to try harder. Oh, you're never, you're this, you're that. But Mrs. Beckno, Mrs. Beckno saw everything in me that just lifted my spirits. She saw that I could be a spelling bee champion, which I was. She saw that I was bright enough to finish my, my task in that grade and go and teach the lower levels, which I used to do. I was raised in an all-Catholic high school and an all-Catholic prep school. So at the time of Mrs. Becknell, it was a prep school. So with her, I would say thank you, thank you for even just instilling and inspiring that belief in me that I am enough, that I am worth it, that I am so special. So yeah, that's what I would say to Mrs. Becknell. She certainly had a great, great impact on you because you just, you just have this way of, of, of lifting everybody's spirits because you refuse, you refuse to be under the weather. You refuse to be miserable. So, so, um, I was too short you to Mrs. Beckno. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and, 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 and thank you to your parents for just creating such a, a compassionate soul. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, life, it's not that life is too short. It's that people take too long to live. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. It may not be short, but sometimes the days are long. <laughs> Just like you're in Thailand, dog, gone it. <laughs> Thailand was exquisite. Thailand, I would visit again. It, it took a long time to get there because it was something that actually is on my vision board. And the particular beach that I wanted to go to, it was listed as one of the top 10 most beautiful beaches in the world. And I said, I got to go to Pattaya. So that was my intention. And when the opportunity came, because, you know, opportunities come every day and they come every second of the day. It's just for you to tap into it and be ready for it. And I said, yes, I'm going to Thailand. Never traveled by myself before, but I went all the way from New York to Thailand by my lonesome. Yes, I was so proud of me. You should. <laughs> Frying pan to the fire, dog on it. You can go anywhere now. Anywhere now. That's right. That's right. You better believe it. Marcia, two two things. What are some uh, upcoming gigs you have coming for yourself? And tell people how they can get in touch with you. And finally, who would you like to hear and see on an upcoming podcast? Ooh. Oh boy, who would I like to hear and see? Okay, 
So first and foremost, they can connect with me on any social media channel, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, LinkedIn, uh, Tumblr, at speak the number 2MC, speak 2MC. Upcoming events. So January 19th, I'll be interviewed by the phenomenal Tony Wilkins on his small business forum on January 19th. On the 22nd, I'll be interviewing two renowned speakers. One is Tina Greenbaum, who is a speaker and a psychotherapist, and Rukshana Triam. She's a women's life coach. They'll be appearing on the Speaker MC show. We're talking about uh, the 21st century marriages. <coughs> Taking a look, excuse me at the 21st century marriages, how they, how they fare up. On the 3rd of February, I'll co-host my radio show, The Bush's Swelling Show on Blog Talk Radio with my phenomenal co-host, Najami Lazama, who is the Bush woman. And on the 14th, I'm also hosting the Swell Happy Hour which we're talking about PE in, oops, I didn't mean to. So that's all sexual. And on February 24th, I'll be hosting, leading a workshop, my first champagne and chocolates, champagne and chocolate conversations. <laughs> that's February 24th. And play dates are starting in April. So that's all the stuff that I have going on. Play dates, Champagne and chocolate conversations, the speaker MC show, appearing on other people's talk show. And hmm, who would I like to see appear on your podcast? I love, well, who would I like to see? Vision. Vision Lakiani or well, Bruce Lipton, Bruce Lipton, I'll be starting his book. I brought the book just to kind of plug. I'm not plugging anybody's book, but I just love this gentleman so much because he has merged science with the metaphysics. So Bruce Lipton, The Biology of there Belief. Is, yes, I'll be reading that book. So I would love if you could do a podcast with him. Yes. We will see if we can make it happen. If, if you can travel for the first time alone in your life to Thailand, we can get Bruce Lipton on the podcast. Yay! <laughs> this has been great, Marcia. Thank you for all of your advice, your stories, your just personality, your laughter. This is a great way uh, for anybody to, if they're starting their day, ending their day, middle of the day, this is a great watch, great listen. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me here, Fox. Thank you. My totally pleasure. enjoyed myself. <laughs> Our, and my distinct pleasure. This will wrap up episode 29 of the What's Your Inspiration podcast. Marcia and I will talk at you all later. Take good care. You have been listening to the What's Your Inspiration podcast with Fox Buyer. Because impact on each other is the greatest currency you could ever have. Beyond the beyond. Start the bar high and raise it. Stretch yourself to the limit. So much you can't take it. Whatever you're facing, it's in trouble. Everything you do, 
It's on the double. Go beyond the beyond. Every day, find the extra gear. For in your mind, the finish line is clear. Ready, set, on your mark. You have the keys and you're double parked. Go beyond the beyond. For through your pain, you will heal. Find your demons and toss them your fears. Ready yourself for the ultimate spectacle. Strap it on and create your own miracles. Be the best human you ever knew. A story all can aspire to. Go beyond the beyond.